welcome back to another episode of Outside the Shoe. I'm Jeff Hammersley, joined again by Meredith Hine, where we will be talking about Ohio State sports that aren't football or men's basketball related. Last week, we talked about the men's hockey team, what the Buckeyes, who are the reigning Big Ten regular season champions, have on their plate in the 2019-2020 season. And keeping with the theme of reviewing and previewing, this week we'll take a look at the Ohio State wrestling team. Last season, Ohio State went 12-2 on the mat with only losses to Michigan and Penn State in Columbus during their regular season campaign. And in the Big Ten Championships, they ended in second. Same kind of story in the NCAA Championships where the Buckeyes also ended as runners-up. Meredith, what were some of the highlights last year and what stood out to you from that Buckeyes squad? Ohio State had so much going for it this past season as they finished as NCAA runners-up, as you mentioned, their only two dual-match losses coming to top-ranked Penn State and rival Michigan. Really, though, when you finish a season with five All-Americans, all of whom have earned that honor on multiple occasions, you know you've got something special. Leading that pack, obviously, was Miles Martin, a four-time All-American himself who went 25-1 individually last season at 184 pounds. Martin, along with Micah Jordan and Joey McKenna, will all be huge losses for the Buckeyes heading into next season. Yeah, you said it, Meredith. Ohio State is losing some of its star power, especially on the All-American side, but the Buckeye program has been known for producing All-American talent ever since Tom Ryan took over the program. Kyle Snyder is one of the most well-known wrestlers in recent memory that's come out of that, that program at Ohio State. But there's also another up-and-coming star in the making with Brady Kuntz, who is competing in the Under-23 World Championships. He earned a spot on Team USA last week. What do you make of it that another Buckeye underclassman has performed well enough not only on the college circuit, but on the national circuit as well? It's yet another feather in the cap of Tom Ryan's program. You've got this continuity from Logan Stiber, who just announced his retirement in April, Kyle Snyder, and now an up-and-coming star in Coons. Still, there's the fact that Coons is something of an unknown entity. He only started one dual match at 125 pounds for Ohio State this past season during his redshirt freshman campaign, but went 7-2 and two overall this year. He'll have a big chance on a big stage to make a splash in Budapest later this year. I think international travel is good travel. I think if you get the chance to go to a place you typically wouldn't go to, especially when you're on a team like Team USA on the wrestling squad, I think it's it's a once-in-a-lifetime achievement. I hope Koontz picks up some awards, picks up some hardware before all is said and done. Speaking of hardware and speaking of top wrestlers, Kyle Snyder is one of those guys. Whenever we talk about wrestling on Land Grant Holy Land, it's typically about what Snyder is up to. Meredith, what is Snyder up to right now? Snyder's in Colorado Springs right now training for the Pan American Games in Peru before heading back for another world championship with Team USA in Kazakhstan this September. Snyder qualified at Final X in Lincoln last month after beating Kevin Gadsden, formerly of Iowa State. It's the fifth straight year he'll represent his country either at Worlds or the Olympics. Something we haven't done a lot of on the Outside the Shoe podcast is when we talk about the sports uh, reviewing and previewing is going into the deep history of that sport. Uh, we just go back a year for the Ohio State sports, and I think when we when looking at what Kyle Snyder has done, it's one of the more recent top guys in the wrestling arena on the mat as well. I think with wrestling, there's one definitive name in re recent memory uh, that a lot of people know, and that name is Dan Gable. For the people tuning in listening, who is Dan Gable? When he was a wrestler at Iowa State, he had a 117-1 record, and when he moved on to coaching at Iowa, 
he ended up winning 15 national titles for the Hawkeyes. Uh, Meredith, since he left Iowa in 1997, we've seen other programs on the college scene rise to prominence. How important was it to the sport to have someone like Gable and be that dominant as a wrestler, as a coach? How has that really shaped the landscape today? Well, it was hugely beneficial for Ohio State since Tom Ryan himself was coached by Gable at Iowa. Beyond that, you have current Iowa head coach Tom Brands, Jim Heffernan from Illinois, Barry Davis, formerly of Wisconsin, and many, many more head coaches and assistants who learned under the tutelage of Gable. The coaching tree is especially strong in the Big Ten, but expands to other powers like Oregon State and the Naval Academy as well. Pretty much every major program has been influenced in some way by Gable. Obviously, the benefit now is that there's much more parity in the sport, but you can see how the distribution still favors the cross-section of Big Ten and Big 12 powers, a fact that continues to allow those two conferences to dominate college wrestling today. Yeah, Meredith, I think it's absolutely phenomenal that after all these years, the imprint of Gable is still very much alive on the college scene. Uh, also in the college scene is this new thing of building arenas, having the most state-of-the-art equipment as humanly possible. Ohio State is, has entered into that arena for wrestling as the Cabelli Center is opening up as the new home for OSU Wrestling in 2019. So far, it looks gorgeous from the videos and pictures we've seen. Non-conference matches already on the slate include Stanford and Arizona State. And Meredith, how important will the change of venue be for the Buckeyes, who have been dominant on the conference and national stage? The venue itself is a state-of-the-art facility that sets the Buckeyes ahead both from a competition and recruiting perspective. The actual change of venue shouldn't affect the Buckeyes too much as we saw when they moved from St. John to the shot at various points for major contests. As far as setting them further apart from where they are now, the program simply now has the facility to reflect the success that wrestling has had in recent years. Basically, the Buckeyes were already elite. Now the facilities just show that a little bit better. Penn State has been a rival of Ohio State's in recent years. Are the Nittany Lions the lone team standing in the way of the Buckeyes for both a conference and national title, or is there another program that we should keep an eye on? We talked earlier about Dan Gable and his effect on college wrestling. If Gable had a contemporary corollary, it would be Penn State's head coach, Cale Sanderson, who was undefeated during his time as a wrestler at Iowa State and has brought that winning spirit to the Nittany Lions, who've been winners of four straight NCAA titles. In total, Sanderson has brought eight NCAA championships in 10 seasons to Happy Valley. So yes, Penn State will once again be the team to beat in the Big Ten heading into the 2019-20 season. However, there really aren't a lot of teams the Buckeyes can sleep on, especially in the Big Ten. As always, Iowa, who finished fourth in the NCAAs this year, will be a contender along with Michigan, Minnesota, Rutgers, and Nebraska, all of whom finished in the top 10 after the NCAA championships. For Ohio State to make a run for another national title, guys have to step up and lead the way. Meredith, who are some of those guys on the Buckeyes this year, and who do you think will have the biggest impact for the Buckeyes? We talked earlier about the five All-Americans who showed up strong at the NCAAs this season. Unfortunately, just two, Luke Pletcher and Colin Moore, are coming back next season, which means there will be some new talent leading the pack for the Buckeyes moving forward. Both Pletcher and Moore, who have both earned multiple All-American honors, will be looking to make it back to the NCAA Finals next year. Beyond those two, Keyshawn Hayes and Chase Singletary are both wrestlers who have had a lot of success in the starting lineup this past season, and they'll be back for more next year. Alrighty, thank you, Meredith. That will conclude this edition of Outside the Shoe. I'm Jeff Hammersley. Thank you once again so much for listening. 
and also for downloading our show. We've seen a nice amount of downloads in recent weeks, and we hope to keep on giving you the same content week in and week out. Thanks again, and we'll catch you next week. Thank you.